Greetings, and welcome to the Get Hiking Southeast podcast. I'm Joe Miller, and I'll be leading this adventure. Why me? Why am I at the front of the pack? Well, for the last decade or so, I've been leading hikes and backpack trips in the Southeast, and for nearly three decades, I've been writing about adventure in the region as a newspaper columnist, guidebook author, and as a blogger. Our focus in the Get Hiking Southeast podcast, telling the stories of the hikers and the trails, especially those lesser-known trails in the southeastern United States. Here now the news. Portions of the Ocoee Whitewater Center in Tennessee's Cherokee National Forest have reopened following the fire that destroyed the center on April 26th. While the visitor center and adjoining parking lot remain closed, the lower lot and the trails and the other recreational opportunities it serves has reopened. Boaters should be aware that the Tennessee Valley Authority Strobe and Siren Warning System, which alerts the area in the event of rapidly rising water, remains out of commission. You can learn more at the Cherokee National Forest website. While some of the facilities along the Blue Ridge Park were already open, Memorial Day weekend marked the official opening of all campgrounds, picnic areas, and visitor centers, at least all the facilities that are planning to open this year. You can find a link to all the open facilities along the 467-mile parkway, which spans North Carolina and Virginia, in our show notes. And that is the news for this week. National Trails Day. This year, it's June 4th, which is the first Saturday of June, which is when it's been held every year since 1993, since its inception by the American Hiking Society. Basically, it's a day to celebrate and to help our trails, and that's typically done at events that are held around the country and uh, events that focus on one of two things. Either there's some sort of hike that's held to commemorate the trail, or you roll up your sleeves and you uh, do a work day, which involves either building new trail or rerouting or restoring existing trail. National Trails Day applies to both brown trails, which we would refer to as hiking trails, and blue trails, which are uh, paddle trails. And there are hundreds of registered events nationwide. We'll talk about that registered part here in a second. So a little history. Again, it started in 1993. There was a fair amount of buildup to it, and the American Hiking Society launched it with pretty good success. They had several hundred events that first year. By 2012, by its 20th anniversary, it had grown to 2,000 events nationwide with 157,000 total participants. And in 2019, it recorded a world record for trail service, trail volunteer service, with 1,164 events and 41,424 participants. So what's the difference between the 20th anniversary in 2012 when they had 157,000 total participants and the world record, which was only 41,424,000? The difference is this. That total participation figure for the 20th anniversary, that included people who showed up for work days and also showed up for hikes. The um, 2019 record of 41,424, those were people who showed up to work days to, um, you know, roll up their sleeves and to help build and, uh, 
and renovate trails. So that is the difference there. National Trails Day. So why participate? And when I say this, I say why participate primarily in the workday aspect of it. The main reason, one, it's, it's just the chance to give back. You hike trails, a lot of you hike trails weekly. And, um, you know, there's, there's kind of a notion that they just appear. Um, these are not game trails. Well, sometimes they are. But generally, these are trails that have been built for our recreational enjoyment. Um, and it's a chance just to, to take one day, not hike, and to spend three or four hours working on the trails, maintaining them, building new trail, doing what we can to improve our trail system. And that's important because a very large percentage of trails in the United States are built and maintained by volunteers, especially maintained by volunteers. Occasionally you'll get some, some organizations that hire professional trail builders to build a trail, but generally the maintenance, uh, and this is state parks, it's national forests, national parks, there's usually some sort of volunteer group that's involved in the maintenance. Take the Mountains to Sea Trail here in North Carolina, for instance. In 2020, which was actually a down year because of the pandemic, volunteers logged 27,497 uh, hours of work maintaining trails um, and building trails in the statewide network. Now, the North Carolina State Parks assigns a rate of about $27.30 per hour for this type of, of labor, which uh, results in savings of about three quarters of a million dollars. So that's um, about $750,000 that the state didn't have to spend to get this trail built. And uh, quick clarification, the Mountains to Sea Trail is actually a state park. It is overseen by a volunteer organization. Well, it's overseen by a nonprofit organization, the Friends of the Mountains to Sea Trail, but it is part of the state park system. So you're getting out there, you're saving the state money, you're making actually making improvements possible that likely wouldn't be made otherwise. So that is a huge thing. And the third thing that, I guess we're down to four, the fourth thing that's um, that's pretty important uh, and is a good incentive as well, snacks and swag. So generally with um, a lot of these work days, they're between three and four hours. You show up uh, eight to nine, you work until about noon. Um, a lot of times uh, you get breakfast with these, you at least get some snacks. And typically if there's a like a business that's helping to sponsor the day, uh, sponsor the work day, you get some sort of swag. I remember um, back in the 90s, RAI would sponsor a number of work days in the Triangle area. And you typically either got a, a t-shirt or maybe you'd get a hat. So, you know, generally there's some sort of swag involved. Probably the biggest reason in my book for why you should participate, well, second biggest, giving back being the first, but it's also a great opportunity to work with people who are experienced trail builders and learn how trails are built. It's pretty fascinating. I mean, you look at a trail and you think, well, it's just a trail through the woods. That's not the case. Um, a lot of the trails that are built today, uh, that first of all, they have to be approved by whoever the land managers are that, that are involved. There is a stretch of the mountains, uh, stretch of the mountains, the sea trail along Falls Lake 
here in the Triangle area that uh, took several years to get done. And I later found out that was because there were seven different land managers who had to grant approval um, for the trails route and construction. So you need to be um, take a number of things into account. Erosion minimization is perhaps the most important, um, but you also have to avoid sensitive environments. Um, you have to make sure that it's not going through um, culturally significant areas. There's just a lot of things that are involved in building a trail. And uh, so it's, it's pretty fascinating to see how, how this happens. And occasionally too, it's not just trail, but you get to participate in building um, boardwalks and bridges. Um, years ago, there was, there was an effort by the Mountains to Sea Trail. They dedicated one weekend to completing one stretch of trail um, that was kind of in the, uh, the um, Blowing Rock area. And uh, they had a weekend's worth of, of work days and I got to participate in one that uh, we built a bridge that was probably about a half mile in from the nearest road. So we had to haul in the lumber. The most fascinating thing about it, though, was it was not it wasn't an extremely complex bridge, but it wasn't a simple bridge. And the bridge designer, the engineer who um, got the idea, uh, who was assigned to create the bridge, um, he had created it in his backyard. He'd gone to the location, he'd done measurements, and then he went back <clears throat> and he had all the lumber cut to, uh, cut to fit before we even got to the site. It was all uh, numbered and lettered. Um, the bridge went together incredibly quickly, but it was really fascinating just to see how, how that happened. So being able to see how your favorite trails come together is a pretty cool thing. And another benefit of participating in a National Trails Day workday. So this year, this year in North Carolina, there are 15 events registered with the American Hiking Society. And by 15 registered events, um, that means events that people have taken the time to put on the American Hiking Society website. That does not include a lot of, um, a lot of, of the events, and we'll get to that in a second. Four of these registered events involve trail maintenance. Probably the biggest one uh, and, and the biggest observance of National Trails Day in North Carolina is Elkin Trail Days, which is June 2nd through the 5th. So it's a three-day event and it's got all kinds of activities. It's got hiking, it's got paddling, it's got biking, trail runs, um, and it does have work days. It's got trail maintenance events. You'll find... National Trails Day events, too, at, um, on the North Carolina State Parks website, they have a number planned that are not listed in the American Hiking Society uh, rundown. Uh, local land trusts also have work days planned for National Trails Day, as do local parks, uh, both county and municipal. So if you check with the local park, um, you might well find that they have an event scheduled for June 4th. In Virginia, there are, um, there are five events that um, involve trail maintenance. Uh, state parks throughout the state um, are, are holding events. Most of these are not included on the American Hiking Society website. 
You can find out both these events and the events at North Carolina State Parks. We will have links in our show notes. So if you're interested in participating, then uh, you can just click on these links and see what's going on. And really, uh, Virginia probably has at least one event at almost every state park. Uh, And in some cases, it's got multiple events. Looks like the big event in Virginia is the Mount Rogers Appalachian Trail Club event, National Trails Day event at the new Damascus Trail Center. So Damascus, located on the AT in um, southwestern Virginia, is kind of the the epicenter of of hiking on the AT. And uh, they've built a new trail center. So um, they'll be hosting a Trails Day event there with all kinds of activities as well. And so for more information, and again, we will have links in the show notes, um, American Hiking Society, that is the place to go. Uh, You click on uh, National Trails Day, and then click on find an event near you, and you will get a, an option for finding events within a given distance, any given distance that you want to include. And, um, and then you can sign up from there. You can also, again, go to the North Carolina State Parks website. You go to ncparks.gov, click on things to do, and then events and programs, and you'll get a calendar that gives you options for June 4th. And same with um, Virginia, dcr.virginia.gov. Click on what to do and then park events, and you will be given a a long list of activities that are going on in Virginia. So that is a quick look at National Trails Day. Um, Again, I think they're saying they've got 368 events that are scheduled uh, through the American Hiking Society website. I would guess that there are at least Hmm, three times that, that are actually scheduled, well over a thousand. If you were to go through the various state park websites, um, county, municipal, land trusts, um, it would be hard not to find an event that is close to you. So start with the American Hiking Society, and then we will have links in our show notes for the um, other places where you can find these National Trails Day events. So June 4th, all day. Uh, Occasionally, there are some events that are on June 5th that um, are also National Trails Day, but look for the National Trails Day designation and sign up. So get out there, have fun on June 4th, and give something back to your local trails. That's our show for this week. I hope you liked it and that you'll be back. In the meantime, a reminder that the Get Hiking Southeast podcast is a part of the Get Hiking and Get Backpacking universe, where instead of just telling you about great places to go, we take you there. To learn about everything we do and every place we go, go to getgoingnc.com and click on Explore With Us. One place we are going this summer is North Carolina's high country to explore three sections of the statewide mountains to sea trail. For three weekends, we will hike the MST in June in the Dalton Park area, in July in the Graveyard Fields, Mount Pisgah area, and in September, the area below Grandfather Mountain and near Price and Trout Lakes. Each weekend includes camping and meals, about 20 miles of hiking. And for you backpackers, we've got a trip in July to the Fires Creek area of the Nantahala National Forest, a trip that includes a trip planning component. 
So if you've always been dependent upon others to plan your trips and take you where they want to go, this could be just what you need. Again, you can find out more about these adventures and others at getgoingnc.com. Click on Explore With Us. If you like what we're doing here at the Get Hiking Southeast podcast, please do leave a review with a podcast vendor from whom you receive this weekly communication. And if you don't like it, or if you have some constructive criticism or perhaps a topic for an upcoming episode, drop us a line at joe at getgoingnc.com. Until we meet again, get out and explore. Explore.